Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Hello, hello. I am Vina, and I am your Dark Travels hostess. Tonight, we're actually going to shift gears here and welcome the official Christmas season with a little different topic tonight. We're going to share and hence recommend our top three favorite Christmas movies to bring in the Christmas season. And to join me is the gang. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Traumatic pause. Well, I didn't know if we were going to press a button or something, so we're just waiting. Oh. <laughs> so, how's everybody? It's been a while. Well, ready for the Christmas spirit, I guess. Spirit? Yeah. It doesn't kick in until a couple of days after Thanksgiving, because usually everyone's sleeping. Okay, because the turkey or? Yeah. I don't know. I drove by the other day and someone had Christmas decorations in their yard, and I'm like, no, Thanksgiving has not even happened. Oh, no, like, they back up. There's a lot that already put up. Tisk tisk. <laughs> That's how we are with Halloween, though. We put our Halloween stuff really early, and then the wind knocks it all down, and I have to fix it, and it mm-hmm. knocks it down again like a hundred times. Well, Halloween's different. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have a season or an event prior to it. Oh, prior what? Like things oh, like a benchmark July fourth, correct to, to ha- Halloween. Halloween. That's yeah. it. So is it too early to put Halloween decorations up after July fifth? No, negatory. <laughs> Halloween <laughs> is something that's in your heart. See, I don't. I, Halloween's <laughs> cool, but I just yeah. Okay, meh. Yeah. Christmas is where it's at. Apparently, his mother has failed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's clearly someone's happier than life because <laughs> they like Christmas more. <laughs> There's only 364 days left till next Halloween. <laughs> uh, I don't like that movie. What? Night Before Christmas? Oh, yeah. That wasn't. Yeah, see? See? I was not a fan. See? Oh. Yeah. You it's could on my now. list for Christmas movies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was on the list. My kids love that movie, <sighs> mainly because my son's name is Jack, so he absolutely loves that there's Jack's a character named after him. I like, I like Jack and Sally. I know their love is it's so good. Pure. Well, let's, let's go with the list. Let's get it started, right? Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to do top three, right? Right. All right. We'll start with Panda. I just went with an easy one. It's Elf. Oh. I knew I that was coming. I, <laughs> fucking, yeah. I knew everyone's going to pick Elf, or at least some most of those people who pick Elf, but a lot of people don't like Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just don't like him. Well, with that said, or I Or like Elf. Well, that's true. I heard that the the spirited movie that him and Ryan Reynolds in is, oh. is in is really good. On yeah, I've watched TV. it. I I've really seen watch that, that being advertised. But I haven't seen that. They both sing and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And dance. But yeah, Elf has so many quotes and is made by John Favreau. Favreau. Favreau? He's an angry elf. <laughs> he was the dentist. I'm talking about what the, when he talks to the guy, the the. 
the writer when they're trying to come up with a book, and his dad is bringing in. Oh, that's not John Favreau. John Favreau's the It's in Elf, man. Oh, yeah. But I, said said John, I said John Favreau, and you're like, he's an angry he's elf. I'm like, what are you talking I know he's <laughs> in, I know, uh, what's his face, Tyrion Lannister's in Elf. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Elf. Yes, it's okay. a great movie. It's <laughs> funny, and. People quote it all the People time. quote it every time. Every holiday season, someone quotes <laughs> that movie. <laughs> Goodbye, buddy. Yeah, like, hope you find your dad. Pancakes. <laughs> Pa- there's something pancakes. The Ford food groups. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and spaghetti with syrup. Ugh. I mean, I still never <laughs> eat that, but I mean. <laughs> okay, so that's your number three. Uh, yeah, number three. Will Ferrell did it, and he and he says he'll never make another one though, which is unfortunate. But right, and, and why? Because he was like offered, I think, twenty two million dollars to make another Elf. Maybe he felt it was degrading, but I don't know. He's done dumber roles. Yeah, he's done I way mean, dumber things. At some point, though, you know, you make enough money, and you're like. Some things I can say no to. Okay, that's <laughs> not us. <laughs> you got no. to fall in love with Zoe Deschanel, whatever her name yeah. was. Why oh, you don't like her? No, I he- I have read terrible things about her. Yeah, but she might, but she looks pretty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Valen, uh, Polar Bear. All right, <laughs> Valen All right. Polar Bear. <laughs> Val Polar Bear. All right, Polar Bear. My number three was actually Nightmare Before Christmas. Um. It is, yeah, it's the ultimate mix between Christmas and Halloween. And, you know, the kids love it, and I like it. I, l- I really like the soundtrack. It's just so catchy. See, and that's where I think I don't even consider it. I know Santa Claus is in it, and he's trying to do something with Christmas, but it's basically a Halloween movie invading something else. And that's why I, I, mean, I don't just like the movie in general. I don't really care for claymation in the first place. But, I mean, they do a really good job with a lot of it, but... Just not my thing, but I do like we were saying before all this. I really like Jack and Sally. I think that's a really cool dynamic duo. Oh, and Zero, of course. Mm-hmm. So that trifecta is really cool, but everything else can kind of go to hell. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Samantha. I picked because I knew that we would probably end up with a bunch of the same ones. So I did a Bad Mom's Christmas. Oh, oh okay. All right. One. Because I love them, and as a single mom, it just resonates so well. They're like trashing the mall and stuff. Like I just loved it. I, I didn't watch that one. I watched the original Bad Moms. It was well funny. It was I thought the original Bad Moms too. was pretty good. The Christmas one was good too. It was really good. So I went with a classic for the number three. It was Christmas Vacation. Oh, all right, all right. That was number three. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good one. It is. I think so. I mean. It's got it actually talk about quotes. I mean, well, yeah. So that, I mean, that's my number two. Spoiler alert! I'm gonna come full circle here. Okay, that I mean, was my number two. That's up next. So yeah, that was well. my yeah. So I mean, that's also another high quotable. I mean, I just everyone loves quoting movies all the time, and that's one that really sticks with you. Which has also got Chevy Chase, which is not liked among other people. Correct. He's kind of got a bad reputation. Yeah, so but you know, his movie is his. It's pretty fucking funny. Right. Okay. <laughs> Don't throw me down, Clark. I was going to say, I want to hear best quotes. What's your guys' favorite quotes since you both picked the same one? Oh. For Christmas vacation? Mm-hmm. I mean, the best one is the shitter's fool. I was going to say, that's you my see, favorite When you see Eddie standing out there you doing his thing. You got that, honey? The shitter's fool. <laughs> yes. My friend has a sweatshirt that says yeah, that. Yeah, like, it's so everywhere. Perfect. It's there. Or he fucking has that meltdown where he's like, I want him in a big red bow. It's tied up like a hog, whatever he says. He's right. doing the big rant. <laughs> then he's like, where's the town? I got a headache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my podcasters said she got a giant inflatable 
that is all about the shitter school thing, and she has like it just takes up her whole front yard, and I'm like, I just love that. See, that's cool, and that's great. You know, it's an older movie that still stood up, and it's good. Yeah, it's right. something my dad made me watch a lot, but I haven't revisited, and maybe I should revisit it with mm-hmm. my kids if their father hasn't already, because he's a diehard Christmas person. So, all right, yeah. So I wouldn't have watched it on my own outgoing because. A lot of people these days don't go back to the eighties or nineties or whatever to watch. Which movies. is a shame because I do think that they actually put out some pretty good movies. Oh yeah, there's plenty of good movies. So okay, pandas number two is Christmas Vacation. Yes. Why are you changing your looking at me? W- would you like just to say it. a couple words about Christmas Vacation? <laughs> 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 it actually worked well. He just like seamlessly rolled from one to the other. Yeah, right. Till that was panic good. set in his eyes. Well, I was like, are you asking me? Because I just answered that. <laughs> just <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> it's not my turn. What? I just talked about it. It's his turn. Okay, Polar Bear. <laughs> my number two is uh, Edward Scissorhands. Because it happened on Christmas. I I feel like you guys are judging my... Tim Burton? Dar- Tim Burton? I think again. you're all Tim, Tim Burton, like Tim Burton. Right now. But I love Tim Burton, so I can't yeah. be upset about this at all. Is that a Christmas one? Yeah, yeah. It was he, on he makes the snow with the scissors uh, at the end. Okay, it was on the list too, and <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> Die Hard and Edward Scissorhands? Yeah, no, get makes off the list." <laughs> Die Hard makes Hans fall from the sky, so snow. Okay, uh, <laughs> so we have that. Well, no, what's up? we can talk about Edward Scissorhands still. Well, all right, I just I'll yeah, I'll, I'll what like is it. It's just something that you know comes on every Christmas, and that's something I don't skip. You know, I was like, what oh channel shit, are Ed- you Edward, on? Edward comes Scissorhands on. Okay, though, but I have to break into this because. For me, one of my favorite Christmas movies is, oh, God, now I just lost it. It's the Jump to the Left one, Rocky Horror Picture Show. And oh. I don't know why what? that counts as a Christmas movie to me other than the fact that it always came on after, I'm like. I'm not sure what's happening here. Oh, no, no she's right, though. It comes on late in the year after Halloween's already passed. Yes, after a Christmas story on t- cable. So I be remember being at Lake Almanor with my uncle and then watching a Christmas it's story true. and Rocky Horror came on right after it. And so to me, I link that same type of thing. I think like it just happened right. to come on during I that year. I think it's the release date. I think the release date's right around this time. So that's why it keeps popping around this time. But she's right. It does come around this time. And so a lot of people will watch that before Christmas. Right. So it's like kind of like you. You know, mm-hmm. you... You relate that to this time of year. I relate right. that to this time of year. But it's not a Christmas movie in my head, but mm. it is. Well, it's not. I, I was I was going to save it for, like, honorable mentions, and but, like, not a Christmas movie whatsoever. For me and my sister, though, The Dark Knight was one of the movies we watched on Christmas, like, every year for, for, a, long, for a long time. Uh, just because we got it one year, and that was, you know, we mm. got it for Christmas. We were so excited, and it's one of my favorite movies. And we just watched it on Christmas, and then the next Christmas rolled around, and she's like, "You want to watch The Dark Knight?" It's like, "Yeah, sure do." So yeah, I just kept doing it. Well, my kids like that. We did that too a couple of years ago. We watched all of the Harry Potters on Christmas Day, all of them. So they relate Harry Potter to Christmas because we happened to watch it during Christmas, and it became like a tradition to watch Harry Potter on Christmas Day. Right, ABC believes in that too, because they do the twenty-five or they do the Harry Potter marathons all the time around Christmas. Which I don't associate Harry Potter with Christmas, but okay. I guess I get it. All right. Mm-hmm. You're kind of interesting. So what's your number two, Samantha? <laughs> so my number two, which sounds weird, is the same as yours, and I picked The Grinch. 
The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? Which version? So I picked Jim Carrey's version because I absolutely love when he's talking about his schedule being packed. And oh. He's like, 4 p.m., wallow in self-pity. 4.30, stare into the abyss. 5 o'clock, solve world hunger, but tell no one. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have a shirt that I wear every Christmas that says exactly right? that. That quotes that. It's, a it's so good. It's I such a good movie. I just love that. He's like, wrestle with my own self-loathing. I'm booked. <laughs> of course, I could... If I bump up loathing to nine, I can still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. <laughs> I love that rant. Like, that's the only reason I like the movie. Like, that rant is just my, it makes me, because I'm, I'm that person. Or he's trying to get dressed, and he's like, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to break the table or whatever, and he does. He pulls the tablecloth underneath. Right. Well, and people hate that version, but I thought he yeah, did I don't it know. so I don't well. understand. So, yes, to confirm How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey is my second favorite. Uh, it's actually tied. We'll get into the second one next. But, yes, I don't understand why people hate this movie. I fucking love this movie. People don't like Jim Carrey. That's people don't right. like Will Ferrell, Jim Carrey. Right. These goofballs, they call it. You and know, yet the they bring Adam in Sandler. millions mm. of dollars in their movies. So. Because they're good people and they have a good time. <laughs> they're polarizing. Some people love them. Some people don't. Yeah. But right. with that said, there are so many versions of The Grinch that are good. Like the classic Grinch was phenomenal. Oh, with yeah. Cor- uh, with Boris Karloff, yes. Yeah, the new Grinch cool. is really good. Like the little animated version. Oh, My kids love that patch? one. Yeah, they yeah. think that's well, great. That's the thing. So, I mean, spoilers. Um, that was my. <laughs> it's my first one. The Grinch <laughs> is my, my number one. Also, Jim Carrey's version, but the Illumination one with Benedict. I ex- was expecting so much more. While it was following up Jim Carrey's, and it just it didn't live up to my expectations. Well, the thing was, it's really good still. It was, it, it was okay, but I feel yeah. like it was <laughs> it was really watered down, and he wasn't as grumpy as he was Supposed needed to be. to be. Yeah. Would you want to be smog? And <laughs> you yeah, call well, like a dragon? That was the thing. I was excited. I was like, Benedict Cumberbatch does really good job in everything that he does. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes all out, and just I d- and I mean, he did a good job in the movie. But the movie overall, it was just it was over too quick. It was like, okay, well now he's happy. We're good. Okay. Well, well. I think it's just interesting because like our kids would probably say that that's yeah. their best version. Yeah, you know, probably. it definitely appealed to that audience to the kids. Whereas like Jim Carrey's version is more a little bit angsty. It probably resonated more th- with adults and teenagers. So I mean, you get a little right. bit of something for right. everyone. Right. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, as I progress in my thirty-nine years, I can kind of relate more to the Grinch not wanting to do shit with people. <laughs> Right, and I mean, it's kind of like you start seeing the phoniness and the fakeness mm-hmm. more prevalent, and you just kind of want to not associate because who wants to deal with fucking phony people? Well, that's the thing is, you know, all the other you know, Doctor Seuss movies, the the village that's being terrorized, you know, Horton Hears Who, whatever, they're all perfect in their own animated way. Right, but, but in the Grinch, you watch. And they, you know they 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 show everything you know, chick is showing cleavage and being with the cannon and stuff. That scene was you know remarkable at a young age, <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. but the mayor being kind of corrupt and you know these they're corrupt who's like right. every other movie the who's are put on a pedestal of like how perfect their village and is. The and Grinch is the problem, whereas in this movie maybe the Grinch is right. 
Well, but isn't that exactly how things are today? Like, people are buying $500 gifts for their kids on Christmas, and it's like, holy crap. Like, just so you can take a picture with the motorcycle to put on your Instagram, is that all that Christmas is to us? Right. right. And then, and that that's why that Grinch movie, Jim Carrey's, actually delivers home. Because, you know, in the, in the other ones, they're like, oh, we didn't need them in the first place. But in this one, it's like, oh, I guess we don't need them. Because the other ones, you already, you already know they're so perfect, they didn't need the gifts in the first place. But this one really, you know, calls us all out for right. being the best at gift with mm-hmm. gifts or materialistic. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So like I said before, number two, how the Grinch stole Christmas was tied with a very recent Christmas movie that I don't think a lot of people have seen. And it's called The Man Who Invented Christmas. Now let me give you a little backstory. Prior to this and I don't know how true it is Prior to the release of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Story, Christmas, especially in England, was considered, and this is their term, a minor holiday. It was something that some people celebrated, but not everybody celebrated. And he, so the movie is about him formulating the book, the story, and him putting it together quickly because he was basically on a Christmas deadline. And the whole point, the thing about Charles Dickens was he truly was somebody who understood that life was motherfucking hard, and he understood that people are poor, and it may not necessarily be of their own doing. And he understood that people had legitimate struggles. And if you look at A Christmas Carol and the way that he kind of comes together with it, because to me, he he says it perfectly in the form of Jacob Marley when Jacob Marley says, mankind was my business. That's it. That's the true meaning of Christmas. Mankind is my business. Basically saying we have to take care of each other. Right. And according to the end of the movie, when the book came out, it sold out. I mean, immediately. People just loved. It was like one of his biggest, best novels. But the point is, is that according to the movie, the the donations of charity for Christmas, couldn't they couldn't believe it. Because the concept of the Christmas Carol is mankind is my business. So, and it, I kind of struggle a little bit because the other problem is, is in reality, Charles Dixon kind of becomes a dick. All right. The wife that you see in the movie, <laughs> he actually leaves for a younger actress and he doesn't like give her a penny or anything in real life. So he's, you know, it's a kind of interesting scenario there when he's telling the whole world, got to take care of each other, and then he doesn't really take care of his ex-wife with all the children. She wasn't his world, bro. Well, apparently not. <laughs> he wanted to give his love to all of mankind, yeah. right. not just her. Yeah. And I was actually kind of surprised to hear and see that Christmas at that point in time was called and referred to as a minor holiday as opposed to what we see it is today. I mean, we're arguing about when the deadline starts. Or the date of Christmas <laughs> season starts because we know it's there. And we know we're going to spend a lot of money. I mean, people save money through the whole year 
so they don't go bankrupt at Christmas right, time. Right, they make Santa savers. Mm. Correct. For the end of the Cash year. Cash out vacation, work Correct. overtime. Yeah, work overtime, especially right now, people start panicking and try to do as much as they can so they could buy gifts next month. <laughs> right, so they could take Black that Friday. picture yeah. on Instagram <laughs> and then not ride the motorcycle or right. what have you. So the man who invented Christmas, the I can't think of the Leeds actor's name, but I understand he also has a role on Down, Downton Abbey. But my only point of contention is, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but there are certain points where his hair, his wig maybe, kind of gives Willy Wonka vibes, so it's kind of hard to look at him oh. at times. Like traditional Willy Wonka vibes, because we're not talking about... Oh, yeah, Gene Wilder. Johnny Depp. Just clarifying. Yes. All right, so that's my number two. So I wanted to touch back. I, I think I think we've talked about it in previous podcasts that, I mean... Christmas is not a happy time of year for everybody, you know. Absolutely. Like how we've, you know, obviously we can afford gifts and we can make make things great for everybody, but a lot of like like you said in the more poor community or the kids with like broken the less fortunate. Yeah, the less fortunate and like broken families and stuff. When when kids think back on Christmas, that they don't like it. Like I've talked to some people that are like, you know, Christmas is not my favorite part of year because this is when mom and dad are always fighting about money this is you know Santa didn't deliver Santa didn't deliver everybody else got new stuff and I don't and it just it it's not a happy memory for them you actually bring up a very curious memory of mine Me I too. remember around Christmas time Michael the panda had some friends over whose lives weren't the best and who's had a lot of you know, early childhood trauma. And I asked them their thoughts on Christmas. And to those kids, to his friends, Chris, you're absolutely right. Christmas was nothing to them. It didn't mean anything. It didn't bring happiness. In fact, it's kind of, uh, you know, a point of contention because, again, Santa didn't deliver or family issues. But, you know, also, too, getting older, when your kids grow up, all that joy as a parent, it's hard. There's that shift. And when you're going through personal trauma or depression, fucking Christmas is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to death or if your family fights. Right. But, I mean, I as a mom, I remember when I was working more in the social work field, someone had said to me, never buy your child a big Santa gift. And I was like, what? Like, my whole life. 34 years, a Santa gift is, right, the big gift. It's like I've accumulated all of my good behavior. I'm cashing it in. I'm getting the one big (laughs) thing that I want. And that's kind of what parents did, right, is that they, you know, let – hopefully kids are not listening to this. We might want to put a disclaimer on that, but, you know, it's (laughs) like we – we do that. We put all of our money into this one big gift, and then we let Santa take all of the glory, and we would get all these little gifts for the kids, and we're okay with that. But they said, you know, think about it. What are we telling our children? We're saying to them, hey, Santa Claus, you know, if you're good, he's going to give you all this good behavior and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, my kids get a motorcycle, and your kids get mittens. And they go back to school, and they talk to each other, and they're like, hey, what's Santa get you? And the kid's like, oh, a pair of gloves. And they're like, what's Santa get you? And they're like, oh, like a dirt bike. And you're like... That kid's going to sit there and automatically and be like, well, why doesn't Santa why love me? Why am I not me? good enough? Yeah, because yeah. they don't realize it's the parents, so they don't get that, like, the parents are buying. Like, their parents have more money versus your parents don't have as much money, and the gloves was the best that they could do. 
And so they don't equate that. They just think it's them. And that do- that sucks. Like, Right, right. Or basically, even if it's not a big Santa gift, if Santa doesn't get it, it can't be heartbreaking. I know that Santa delivered quite well in my house. <laughs> well, and the greatest gift of all. <laughs> <laughs> we did that, too, for a long time where we just kind of like, oh, we'll give him the biggest gift. And then my ex-husband and I were like, okay, let's switch it up, and we'll take glory for the switches that we bought, and they can all get one $20 gift from Santa. And so we did kind of switch that mentality so that it was different. But it is hard because, like, everyone has to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's why another thing, too, is some people we work with that I've met and whatever, they don't celebrate it just because of how big it's gotten, you know? Right. They, they feel like Christmas has lost its value to a point, and they just don't believe in the idea anymore. So they're like, well, we understand. They tell the kids and stuff, we understand it's Christmas, but we're not doing that anymore until it, you know, till, till it dials down a little bit because of the volume of, the volume of, of obsession and materialism yeah. that it's become. Well, and to your point earlier, it wasn't a big deal. Like, it has become so much more because of materialistic things. Back then, like, when Charles Dickinson was writing this book, people were lucky if they had, like, a coat, one coat. Now we have, like, 15 coats hanging in our closets. You know what I mean? And it just, like, it's spiraled, and our materialism, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. has just gone up. Before, it was all about going to church and being with your family and maybe they spent all of their money on a really nice meal that night or they bought something they couldn't normally get. Right. And so it's just changed drastically. So to kind of bring this back, your number one Christmas movie? My number one is It's a Wonderful Life. It's the best one. It just is. It really is. Every time. And you know, the the crappy thing about this movie, though, is I always always hated the fact, but it's not a Christmas movie until like the last 30 minutes of the movie. I thought you were going to say you hated it because you cry like a baby. It's well, that's fine. Too. We're not judging you. But that, that usually gets me ready to jump through or jump through some Christmas balls and just get you pumped up, ready to go buy some gifts and be make your sure your bank account zero because the town will pay you back later, right? <laughs> I love it. So, but I mean, it's such a good movie. It's it's kind of long. I I do believe I do believe it's kind of long, but it it really does just bring it home usually, and. Which is always a good one that we usually watch around Christmas time. And it just brings everyone together to watch it once at least. And then you just you just feel good after the movie because, you know, George Bailey, you root from the whole time. He's like, fuck, dude just wants to go see Europe. And, ah, well, oh well. Right. <laughs> All right, Val. Well, I already said my first one was uh, Jim Carrey's um, yeah. The Grinch, Soul Christmas. But, I mean, I could substitute. I, I really liked uh, Jim Carrey's uh, A Christmas Carol, the animated one. Right. I, th- I thought it was, the was really version? good. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. I know we we talked about people not liking Jim Carrey, but I always thought he was a good actor. Like, yeah, he does like we we mm-hmm. you know his improv and all his his voices and faces that he does are a little over the top. But I always liked his movies, and I think I think he, I think that one was That's a good, good one. one. I like the the Mickey one and the Muppets one. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Muppets one's really cool. You see the Muppets one? Mm. Oh my god, listen up. It's <laughs> got a. Michael Caine. Michael Caine in it. Mm-hmm. Alfred from Dark Knight. Oh. See? You connected, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> All right, circle. Samantha, yours? Well, it's hard because I'd say that my first one as a kid that I loved was the, the Santa Claus. Like, I loved that one. one. It was phenomenal. Home Alone is a really good Christmas group of Christmas movies. My kids would probably say that that's their favorite. 
But my favorite did ultimately end up coming out to be a Christmas story just because it is, uh, once again, another classic and oh, something that it. my family had <laughs> to watch, you know. I didn't think it was going to make it on so the list. Nobody I don't really like that movie. I had to watch that one. <laughs> I am of the opinion that Peter Billingsley, who was our young Ralphie in that, was perfect mm-hmm. in that role. He was absolutely spot on in every shot that he was in. And he made that movie. And I'm I you know, the sad part is is that when it comes to rewards or awards and nominations, Christmas movies do tend to get overlooked because they're Christmas movies. But that kid, he's now a young ma- a young adult. He's old. He's like he in his thirties. Yeah. Okay, no, thirty nine again. Thirty nine <laughs> no, again. I think he's older. He's my age. Did you see that movie that I he's in the new one? He's Not old. Yet. <laughs> point is, he's what are you saying? Oh, I just said he's my age. Okay. Oh, anyway, point is, is that he was spot on in that movie. I have never seen a kid be that spot on, and he deserved some accolations for that. But well, to you guys' point, I don't actually really like it either. It just feels like an obligation that you have to watch. <laughs> but they, there are yeah. certain things in there that I absolutely love. Like I like that they went to get Chinese food on Christmas. I thought that that really yeah, spoke to like oh yeah, the proper yeah. Like it just sucks. Like sometimes it just sucks, and we just have to make the best out of it. But I loved when he gets the leg lamp, and he's like, "Oh, fragile! Yeah. It must be it Italian." Must be <laughs> Oh yeah, the dad I think is what my favorite thing about that movie. The dad is just oh he's hilarious. so funny. He's so funny. He fights the water heater or whatever. He, he fights, fights with, with the, the dogs. dogs. Well, he then the pink bunny suit has oh, become iconic. Yeah. And every time I walk into Tractor Supply, I see those guns, and I'm just thinking to myself, I can never buy my boys out. that. They're gonna the shoot their eyes out. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, so my number one is actually Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's oh. a good one. I, like I it do lot. really love that one. That's a good one. It's very fun. I mean. They have, in my opinion, the best Tiny Tim, but it's short. It's to the point. Uh, Scrooge gets. I know Scrooge McDuck is perfect. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's, you know, he's a bit of an ass, but he's all right. He's all right. Comes also around. personally, perfectly cast. Perfectly Correct. cast. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge, <laughs> yeah. Pete as the, the, the ghost of Christmas future, yeah. that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I, was, oh. I hated that scene. I hated that. <laughs> He was in the dark cloak, whatever, and he fucking bust over a cigar, or whatever. Oh, fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> He's all, "Why yours, Evan?" Yeah, and, and it was it was dark. Mickey was crying at the grave of yes. his son. Yeah, I was like, "You fucking hashtag spoilers," but I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck? This is so sad. It's so scary." <laughs> it was good though. So, and part of the reason why, I mean, this one's my favorite, but the panda actually mentions. The fact that we do sit down as a family, we watch It's a Wonderful Life every year. And, you know, this is one of the very few things at Christmas time that is actually a tradition. And here's how Wonderful Life actually started as a tradition in my family. My grandfather loved movies. He loved going to the movies. And so when he would go, you know, he just was enamored. And when he got older and retired... And he would start, his one hobby was he literally had like seven VCRs with seven TVs. And he would record all of these old time movies because he loved the movies. And he had very little else to do in his retirement. But one of the things that happened was when my parents got a divorce and my mother started taking us to my grandfather's house every Christmas, he would sit us down 
and he would make us watch two movies. One was It's a Wonderful Life. And to some extent, my grandfather, his physique reminded me a lot of Jimmy Stewart, the actor in It's a Wonderful Life. And I think my grandfather really liked Jimmy Stewart. I think my grandfather said that repeatedly. So I was exposed to a lot of the older black and white movies and whatnot. But the other movie that he would make us watch, it is not a Christmas movie. It is a movie about a family that comes from Norway that settles in San Francisco. And it's called I Remember Mama. And it's got Barbara Billingsley, who you guys know, or maybe actually you, you guys are too young, but there used to be a show called Dallas. And Dallas, the head mother, I mean, we're, you're talking Yellowstone, you know, just prior to this recording, this is, Dallas was the Yellowstone of the 80s, okay? So she was a young girl in this movie, and it's, again, it's not a Christmas movie, and when we talk about how Christmas becomes so overwrought with materialism, and, you know, we kind of need to calm this down and bring it back to the family, I think to some extent that was kind of my grandfather's you know, thinking, because he would, and then this happened every year. I got this movie. You're going to love this movie. I want you to watch this movie. And we already knew the movie, you know, by the fifth year that we were there. And it's just about how this family kind of really works together to improve their lives as a whole. And and I think to some extent, you know, it's again, I don't even think there's even a slight mention of Christmas in any sort of clip of it. But if you like vintage movies, if you like black and white movies, if you like, and I, I believe the uh, this is an Oscar-winning movie. It, go, it, it was even on the, the theater for weeks, months. And so if you're kind of in the mood, I also recommend the movie, I Remember Mama. So her name was Irene Dunn. Oh. And um, like I said, if you like vintage movies, if you like movies about family, this is definitely a very good. It is a very movie. good homely movie. It really does emphasize the family is above basically everything. Working no as a unit, right? As long as you guys stick together, y'all will make it through. And that's right. that's honestly the message that gets across. Because there's even a guy who's who claims he's rich and then he helps out with everything. But you know, you if you watch the movie, you probably will, honestly, I mean, a lot of people won't go out of their way to watch this movie. But if you did, you should. Uncle Chris. I'm not trying to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said that. <laughs> the other animal mentions I didn't say was uh, Miracle on 34th Street. It's always a good movie. When the, the postman classic. when the postman comes with the mailbag or mailbags, I was like, yeah, fucking, we got him. We feel good. <laughs> uh, die Hard. No. <laughs> people people argue to, to their grave that it's not a Christmas movie, but it's most it definitely. Is. They even play Christmas music in the credits. This is one of those things where dudes will always say Die Hard is. Women girls say maybe it? not so Women much. Say it? I remember I was going to school one day and it was on the radio and the radio guy was saying that Die Hard is a top Christmas movie ever and then they had this whole whole <laughs> argument, argument over the radio too, right. how it was or wasn't a Christmas movie. But it happened on Christmas, so nothing you can do about it. Yeah, another one I don't think that people really loved, but I didn't think it was horrible, was Jingle All the Way. And I think now oh, as a parent, Schwarzenegger? Yeah, yeah. I, it resonates so hard in my life because I'm like, your kids want that one thing, and you are waiting at, like, 
Walmart, Target at 4 o'clock in the morning going, okay, I need to get that one (laughs) thing. I remember my mom fighting over Furbies when I was, like, six because Furbies were, like, the hot Mm -hmm, buy. mm -hmm. Okay, uh, honorable mentions, Polar Uh, Bear. That was it. I I was just – I had Dark Knight just to let you guys know that's what I usually watch every Christmas. Batman. This guy's guy's (laughs) got Batman undies on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Samantha? Uh, Just – the Santa Claus and Home Alone, like I said earlier, the Santa Claus I think just came out with a new one, the final one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the the clauses, the clauses or something yeah. like that. He yeah. wants to retire, so because he's slowly kicking Tim Allen out here. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> All right, so that's it. That's what we have in terms of recommendation and other movies that we associate with the most, or in theory, the jolliest time of the year. That polar bear's rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best gift you got? That's a great question. What do you think? I'll tell you mine. Okay. Oh, <laughs> DVD box set del- uh, collection of Band of Brothers given by Grandma. Oh, shit. That was that nice. I fucking love Band of Brothers. When I was younger, I'd watch it all the time. And that, and, you know, however she found out. That I would want Band of Brothers on DVD. We'll never know, I guess. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Christmas yeah. miracle. When I finally got it, I never watched it again. Just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I was, that was my favorite gift. Nice. So, I mean, there's there's a bunch. Of like, when I was little, little, I remember getting certain toys, certain Legos and stuff that really stick out. But my favorite one, like the best gift of all time, was uh, obviously I didn't grow up in the United States and we were pretty poor. Well, I was in Ukraine, but I think it was maybe first, maybe second Christmas. I love gaming, and uh, everybody else was like having PlayStations was like while I was gaming on the little Segas and stuff. So for one of the Christmases, I got a P- PlayStation 2, and that was my favorite gift ever. By the way, one of the best PlayStations ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was you mean your second year in America? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like Christmas number two, like yeah, yeah no, Christmas, Jesus Christmas just died, still, still, still fresh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, second Christmas in America, but yeah, it was it was the shit. I played it for, I, I think I played it all night, and then the following day I felt so sick, like mm-hmm. just nauseous and terrible. But yeah, <laughs> worth it. PS Two was good. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. So favorite gift would probably be the ice cream maker. My aunt and uncle bought me that was amazing though my brother will tell you like our grandma just died and she always gave really bad gifts so they kind (laughs) of become favorites like great gifts because i got cat socks one time i got a disco ball hat my (laughs) son got a small woman's ugly sweater when he was like six (laughs) (laughs) he has problems with women's clothes anyways right so i mean it's all kinds of just like my brother didn't get anything one christmas he remembers that one very much he got a rock tumbler he was stoked about when he opened the box it was socks (laughs) he's still heartbroken about that 30 years later so it's totally fine talk about scarring your children (laughs) But those are good memories, too. Just, like, every year it was just like, okay, what's she going to get us this time? And now we all look back fondly at it. I mean, even my uncle was talking about, at her funeral, about getting a porta john when he was 18. And she was like, it has your name in it. And he's <laughs> like, what the frick do I need a porta john for? <laughs> you know, I don't. I remember one Christmas. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess... There's two, okay. 
the first one, believe it or not, was with my ex-husband. Oh, jeez. He had <laughs> I son of a gotten me so many gifts. I was exhausted. I was like, can I finish this tomorrow? <laughs> Spoiler I <much>. think <laughs> I think that was my favorite symbol because, it, you know, in relationships, it's always kind of hard to gauge, does this person really love me? And I think that was like the one time I really felt like he loved me at Christmas. But the other Christmas, because, you know, that marriage didn't end well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember that Christmas, too. <laughs> <laughs> Making pancakes. You don't make pancakes for her. <laughs> Sorry, baby panda. We're getting divorced. Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's kind of what fucking happened. <laughs> almost made it like a whole hour. <laughs> now you guys it's funny now, but back then I was scared. <laughs> I don't know just what's going to Just give me my game. I'll go play my PS2 with my friends. <laughs> Now you got two birthdays, two Christmases. <laughs> right? Yes. Now it's now it's killer life. We're cruising because <laughs> they all feel bad, but you know <laughs> back then it was bad times. But I think my best Christmas surprise was last year when your brother came home. Oh, that was cool, yeah. So he's so yeah, he's so cool. It's different <laughs> how it changes, right? As you become a parent, you're like these little things mean a lot mm. more. Well, he was stationed in Texas and you know, he had said he wasn't going to be able to make it. And then he came. How was oh, that? he lied. To her face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your favorite gift was a lie. Don't forget he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so, and now he's in Japan. Japan. All right. So that is what we have for you tonight. On to business. Facebook. 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 <laughs> We have a Facebook page. If you're curious or interested, would like to join, send us a request. But in the meantime, <laughs> if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, or a serial killer you'd like us to cover, send us an email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Panda hates that email address. It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're in an accident. <laughs> send me an email at. Gabriel Torres Law f- Firm and Co. Super CA slash slash HTTPS. Final thoughts, Panda. Just watch some Christmas movies, man. Just watch them. Final thoughts. Uh, remember, if you have a big family, extended family, you don't have to get a gift for everybody. You don't have to break the bank just for people to know that you care about them. Make them some cookies. Send a card. Just any little thing lets the other person know that you still remember them. You're so socks. cute. That's <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> She's like, I'm negative right now. <laughs> no, I just, I, well, I was listening to a different podcast the other day, and she was like, I just love when someone's like, you don't have to get me a gift. She's like, that's the best Christmas gift. We just don't give each other gifts. That's our Christmas <laughs> gift. I'm like, that's so me. <laughs> But my final thoughts would be let us know what your guys' favorite Christmas movie is. And if you guys agree with us, if you think Die Hard's actually a Christmas movie, <laughs> I'm still Fuck going yeah, no. Actually, make that the survey. Yippee Kaye. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Yeah. When this episode gets if you make it so, If you make it snow with Hans Gruber's dead body, <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, nothing says Christmas like death. It's <laughs> <laughs> not Christmas if he falls off the, what is it, Nakatomi building? Yeah, Nakatomi Plaza building. Well, I I do have, uh, to piggyback off of Polar Bear, one of the things, I mean, he's absolutely right. I almost didn't see my grandfather the last Christmas he was with us because I didn't have any money, but I ended up making him cookies, and you know, he said these are the best fucking cookies he ever had. And that's my lasting memory of him. 
However, if you aren't into baking, I absolutely love, and I can't believe they do this so well now, they are really fun soaps out there, like pirate nap soaps. I'm not buying my friend's soaps. I don't give a fuck. They're a wonderful <laughs> Sends person. Sends a bad message. Here's some soap. Work on your hygiene. I'm shaking your hand. And now it smells like I was at the fish market. <laughs> Fix it. Yeah, I was going with, if you don't like to bake, have Safeway bake for you. Yeah, Put it on that's a plate. Right, pretend like, like it was you. Yeah. Wrap or it up. candles. There's some oh, really awesome nice. candles out there. In fact, somebody, I won't mention who, was actually about to get a Krumpus candle. For Christmas, but I changed my mind. I want something else. Yeah. Krampus. You're stuck with you. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? You're the favorite uh, child. We know <laughs> this. Okay. The other one's not the after last <laughs> night. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why we hope to meet you where the dark corners are. Still recording. Uh, I was like, they do this oh. every you, time. You, you <laughs> hit the slam the headphones down. You, you kiss the dog. The every time. <laughs>